In the early 90s, this old shoe warehouse sat empty in downtown St. Louis. It was 100 years old, 10 stories tall. This place had not seen a shoe or a person in years. And then, in 1993, a pair of artists bought the place and disappeared inside. If you were there at the right time, you might have seen sculptors, welders, and mosaicists hauling their wares into the building. Maybe you would have caught a glimpse of sparks flying through the window. But if you weren't there at the right time, you'd see nothing, just a rundown warehouse. But then, a year after the artists moved in, something odd appeared. Outside the warehouse, a 500-foot fence in the shape of an undulating serpent. It was made of concrete and wrought iron. It had these scales carved into it. The serpent fence was the first clue that something big and wild was happening inside. The project was the vision of Bob Cassily. He and his wife were the artists who bought the warehouse. Bob passed away in 2011. And in his obituary, they told a story. When Bob was a kid, building an imaginary city underneath the porch of his childhood home, he overheard his parents having a particularly dull, grown-up conversation. At that moment, Bob remembered thinking to himself, what a shame not to be 11. Bob dedicated his life to that thought. In 1997, two years after that serpent fence appeared, Bob and the team of artists finally opened the doors of the warehouse to the public. They'd created a place where you can be 11. I'm Johanna Mayer, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we go inside City Museum, a multi-story jungle gym and climbable art installation made for the 11-year-old that lives in all of us. After this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself. You might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. The first thing you need to know about City Museum. Uh, it's not a museum. That's my nephew, Max. He's actually 11. What is it? A place for children to break their kneecaps. (laughs) But if you do break your kneecaps, they are not liable. Here's my niece, Kala. It says, City Museum is full of creativity, adventure, and learning. Use care, caution, and common sense. The City Museum does not take responsibilities for accidents or injuries that may occur. Kala's reading this from the plastic wristband they put on you at the door. It's basically a walking waiver, a constant reminder to you as you explore. City Museum has been sued more than two dozen times for injuries. When reporters asked him about it, Bob Castley said he figured that, statistically, City Museum probably has fewer injuries than a regular playground. Over the holidays, I loaded up the car with my two sisters, my mom, and my six nieces and nephews. You're going to hear from them throughout. And after you strap on this wristband, you basically get to run free. Whoa! How go, go, go! As you walk in, you can't help but look up. For Bob Castley and his team of artists, the warehouse was their canvas, and their materials were all reclaimed pieces of the city outside. Rebar, parts of old cornices from St. Louis buildings, cement, nets, bottles, factory rollers. Over the years, it morphed and grew, filling up the massive warehouse with literal miles of tunnels and jungle gyms and indoor playgrounds, sculptures, castles, and caves. The first floor feels like you're walking through a dream. Wall-to-wall glittering mosaics, giant whale sculptures, mouth you can walk inside, and a kind of treehouse filled with platforms and trunks just built for clambering. Oh, and slides. Slides everywhere. Okay. Ow. Watch your tailbone. Oh, oh, that felt bad. Of course it didn't hurt her. She's eight and made out of rubber. I think that slide's made for smaller people. But my mom and me, a little slower to get up. Grandma's coming. Come on, Grandma. But hey, we made it. After the treehouse, we head to this system of caves built out of concrete and stones. It's like on the other side of the fish pool, and there's like rocks and shells and gems, and it's just so cool. Now it really is a cave. Whoa! A tank fills up the water from the caves and periodically dumps it all into an aquarium. The tank was originally part of a boiler system in a local clothing manufacturing company. They welded some ears and a snout onto it, so now it looks like a giant steampunk pig. Lily, what are you putting on? 
knee pads. Why are you putting on knee pads? Because it gets really crawly. <laughs> if you managed to crawl your way out of the cave system with your kneecaps intact and you head to the second floor, there's this whole outdoor portion that kind of clings to the outside wall of the warehouse. You're like suspended above the parking lot. I remember seeing this for the first time as a kid and just getting so excited. Like, I cannot believe I am actually allowed to climb on all of this stuff. There's a huge castle turret built from stones that were salvaged from an old St. Louis house. And these rickety suspension bridges that connect it to platforms and slides. <laughs> Woo! That was made scary. it. One wire tunnel leads to an actual jet fuselage suspended in the air that you can sit in. And if you look down from the jet cabin, you can see where the adult-sized ball pit used to be. The ball pit closed because of COVID. And when they emptied it out, they found a lot of stuff in there. My sister, Nikki, saw a local news story about it. They found flip phones from... Probably the early 90s. Clothing, eyeglasses, sunglasses in the ball pit. Did you say eyelashes? Like false eyelashes? Eyeglasses. But they did find a a wig in there. (laughs) There's another part of the outdoor structures that's really thrilling. This system of what can only be described as giant slinkies that you can crawl through to get from one area to another. They're like 50 feet in the air. And definitely enter at your own risk. Oh my gosh, one time we came here, the part where you climb over and down, this guy got stuck and he tried to turn around and then he got even more stuck. They had to shut the whole thing down and call the fire department, the poor guy. (laughs) I'm laughing, but I do feel for this guy. I imagine him stuck inside that giant slinky way up there, limbs all twisted like a pretzel, maybe one foot above his head, one foot below, and his wrist perfectly positioned right in front of his face, staring at his wristband waver. All right, we are out of the slinkies, back inside, and we're listening to someone scream as they go down the 10-story spiral slide. It's a long ride. Takes about 30 seconds to get to the bottom. City Museum was built around the existing architecture of the old shoe warehouse. They didn't have freight elevators, so when workers needed to move a bunch of shoes to another floor, they'd toss them down these twisty spiral chutes. They converted those chutes into the longest spiral slide I have ever seen. First guy who came down like 100 miles an hour went past this skid thing. He said, you got to wear your joggers, you got to put your feet up, and you got to go fast. <laughs> it was hilarious. He was like flying down. like 40 years old. I know. Well, he's older than that. At last, my time has come. All right. Legs crossed. There you go. Woo! Oh, I'm slowing down. Oh no, I'm slowing down. I've stalled. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, this is definitely the longest slide I have ever been on. (laughs) Made it. 
I am dizzy now. <laughs> At the end of the day, when you try to tell someone about City Museum, it kind of sounds like you're describing a fever dream. A super fun, imaginative, fantastical fever dream. So the thing we did was we went through a wheel and then we found a tunnel and we go up. It's like a slide-ish and you have to go across these rolly things. And then you got to turn left, and then there's a slide to get down. <laughs> that is a good review, good recap. <laughs> the first time I saw a city museum as a kid, it felt like a dream come to life. A totally unimaginable place. But for Bob Cassily, it was just one dream of many. When Bob died, he was doing something he loved building another project, equally as harebrained as the city museum. It was called Cementland, an abandoned factory near the river that he was transforming into an amusement park. He was working in a bulldozer when it rolled over, and he was killed. But the places he left behind are so alive. So, yes, what a shame to not be 11. But what a joy to be able to come to a place where you can feel like you're 11. Or, if you're my mom, you can feel like a hamster. Well, I crawled crawled through many caves and through these little hamster cages and down slides. Yes, they seem to be hamster cages. (laughs) City museums open year-round, but I recommend going during the warmer months because that's when the rooftop opens up. There's a Ferris wheel up there, a giant praying mantis statue, a school bus parked on the roof. Yes, you did hear that right. City Museum is the kind of place you got to see to believe. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes... Dylan Therese. Doug Baldinger. Chris Naka. Camille Stanley. Willis Ryder Arnold. Sarah Wyman. Manolo Morales. Tracy Samuelson. John Delore. Peter Clowney. Our technical director is... Casey Holford. This episode was sound designed and mixed by... Luce Fleming. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Johanna Mayer, wishing you all the wonder in the world. See you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure that you're always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. 
Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.